Okay, good morning. So, um, welcome to the first live feed. The idea with these came after, wow, I think after my recent US uh, visit where so many of the people, all walks of life, they, um, they have their own show, if you will. And over the last few years, I mean, 12 years since starting Wild Eye, I, um, I've been looking at content, how to, how to get message out there, how to share. I enjoy the, um, I enjoy the process of creating, I enjoy the sharing, and more than anything, the, the adding of value. At, with my coaching business that I started about a year ago, no more, a year and a half ago now, my coaching practice, I, um, I've set out to try and also give, like they say, um, no cost to consumer value. And that's the newsletter, that is some of the posts I do on Instagram, but also things like this. So moving forward, every Friday morning, this is the idea. I'm going to go live for about 30 minutes, 35 minutes, some Q&A time. And I'm going to schedule these in advance and look at various aspects of life. Like next week, for example, I want to talk about anxiety and habits and how it's very easy to go down a, a habit loop, which keeps you in anxiety. So every week, different topics about humans being human, the human condition, if you will, how everything from goal setting to anxiety, depression, to being better, to physical fitness, mental fitness, the whole vibe. So in order to just to get this going, and this first one here for me is more of a test drive, you see. So I have taken some time and I've gotten all the necessary software. I've gotten all the, the necessary hardware. So hopefully the audio is good on this. The, 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 the video should be good. Um, so yeah, this is the test drive, and I thought just to get the ball rolling, I was going to look at, and simply calling it getting out of your own way. Now, it's it's something I've been working on for a while. It's an ebook I'm putting together, and in there I look at the different parts of how to be better, and different, what would the word be, different philosophies, principles that you can use in your everyday life to not only feel better, but also be better. And getting out of your own way is something that stuck. I heard it on a podcast many, many years ago, and it always stuck with me. And when I started the coaching practice, it keeps on coming up in different shapes or forms. How, and this might sound cliched, and I'm sure some, some of us will, but how the only thing holding you back is you. Now we hear this, but what does it mean? Now, the most common example I often give for something like this is that if I'm going to run a marathon, right, I have this goal, I'm going to run a marathon. And I will then say to everybody, because I've been told that if I share my goals with people, it holds me accountable. And there's a bigger chance that I would actually do that thing. So I'll go around, I'll tell my mom, I'll go online, I'll tell friends, family, I'm going to run a marathon. However, in there, I put in the mix that, you know, my hamstring has been giving me a little bit of trouble, but still, I'm going to run the marathon. I've just gotten in my own way. Because whether I succeed or not, whether I succeed or not, I have given you an excuse already. Now, it messes with you twofold. Let's say I do not succeed in my marathon plans. Either the training doesn't go well, I bomb halfway, whatever the case is. Suddenly... I fail, but I've already given you the excuse. I've already told you up front, my hamstring's sore. I'm not sure I can do this. How, how can you expect to go through with something if you already give excuses before you start? Now, think about your daily life. How often do we do this? 
you know, I, I should be there at 10 o'clock, but traffic's quite hard. Or yes, I should be there. Um, I, I should have this project done by Friday, but the kids have a very busy week. We give excuses. We get our own way. Now, back to the marathon analogy. So if I say to you, I'm going to run this marathon, and I give you the excuses up front, right? If I don't make it, it's no pressure. I've already given you the excuse. I didn't make it because remember, I told you my hamstring was sore. On the flip side, if I then do do the thing I tell you I'm going to do, I run this marathon, even with my sore hamstring, right? Then, number one, I look like more of a hero because I overcame this huge obstacle in order to do it. But where that messes with you is if you succeed, but you've been making excuses all the time, then deep down, deep down, you're going to start wondering for yourself, how much better could I have been if I didn't make these excuses? It takes, it's like, it's like drinking flat Coca-Cola. It tastes the same, but there's no fizz, right? So getting in your own way, it's literally self-sabotaging or self-defeating behavior. Now, as a very quick one, what is it? Self-defeating behavior is any behavior that typically results in something that the person does not want to happen. We'll get to that. Although, even when the desired goal happens, that goal causes more bad things than good. So, if I say to you just out front, I'm going to run a marathon. I'm going to run a marathon. And I don't give you excuses up front. If I fail, I fail on my own account. There's no, you know what, I know I need to be better. If I succeed... I know I've done my best without having all of this other peripheral rubbish on the side. There's no, there's no, nothing underneath it that I'm going to question or doubt. And then this hamstring story becomes a part of it. There's no good to be found in that, right? There's no good to be found in that. So getting out of your own way is not just a negative thing. It works the positive stuff as well. And there's, there's a lot of research and studies. If you go and look, and maybe you, maybe someone you know, I know a lot of my clients, People are scared to level up. We're scared to be better. We are scared to, for example, make more money. Now, every single one of us will say, yeah, 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 I want to. I want to make more money. But when it gets pushed to shove, we know what we have to do. Work harder, work more, work, work smarter. But when it's time to level up, we're scared because leveling up comes with more responsibility. It comes with more accountability. It comes with more pressure, more perceived um, action that you're going to be taking. An example I used with someone recently was that imagine I'm on a sporting, I play basketball for my local club. I don't, but if I did, now I play well, the, the provincial guys come and they scout me and say, come, you've got to move up. That's scary as hell because suddenly I was top of my game. Now I'm going to go into a bigger pond, more pressure, more responsibility, people looking at you to produce more. That's scary. And often we don't want to do it. We say we do, but when push comes to shove, you don't. You get in your own way because you start questioning yourself. You start doubting yourself, self-defeating behavior. So uh, I did a bit of research and a couple of things came up. I just typed in how to get out of your own way into Google. And there are hundreds and hundreds of websites with ideas. I found one here on Forbes, which uh, 48 48 ways to get out of your, your own way. So I'm just going to scroll and stop. For example, number 19. Do not text, call, or email anyone who is non-essential. Do not let the best hours of your day be consumed by random notifications and nonsensical. Makes sense, right? Because, I mean, social media, and we'll talk about this next week when we go into anxiety and habits. 
But social media is something that feeds your anxiety. It's something that you do to try and get away from it, but it loops you back in, right? Um, stop doing less than you promise. Write down your ultimate goals and what you consider whether they are actually goals worth having. Stop trying to master your habits and start trying to master your mind. So this is all very generic stuff, right? And, and every single list that I found online, there's one here um, with 12, 12 ways to get out of your own head or out of your own way. Just do it. Remember your why. Confront negative self-talk. Become familiar with your inner world. Acknowledge your strength. Nothing compares to you except you. Run with the right crowd. Don't give yourself a pass. Remove unnecessary pressure. By the time you are looking to go through a list like this and actually be better, it's just general. And then you keep scrolling. And at the bottom of the website, they're trying to sell you a calendar, which is going to help you with this. So if we cut down to the basics of what it is to get out of your own way, first of all, honesty. That's a real thing. Honest with yourself. And a lot of people don't want to be told how ugly their baby is. Nobody wants to tell you, hey, listen, John, you need to work on this. You're not very good at this. We don't like hearing that. In today's world, it's even more difficult because we get offended if someone don't agree with our point of view or how we see things. So breaking it down to basics, right? Self-defeating behavior or getting in your own way, stopping yourself from being the best version of you. There's basically three things for me. First, procrastination. Then rationalizing and then catastrophic thinking. What happens when you get anxious, and, and a lot of this deep down, and look, COVID apart, general anxiety disorder uh, apart, all of those things, but there is, seems to be a general level of anxiety with people these days for various reasons. And getting out of your own way is, is difficult because anxiety keeps you there. So now, when you start thinking about, I want to do this, I want to achieve this, that causes your anxiety deep down. You might not feel it at a surface level, but somewhere in there, you, you, you're causing stress to yourself. So procrastination, rationalizing, and catastrophic thinking, those things keep you there. Now, when we get anxious about anything, and more on this next week though, is anxiety makes us pull back. It makes us pull back from conversations, from situations, from thoughts. Whereas something like curiosity makes us lean in. So I've spoken to quite a few clients this week, funny enough, where the idea of if you start getting anxious thoughts, if you start getting maybe depressed, maybe even, even if you're struggling with some sort of addiction, is get curious about it. Again, anxiety makes you pull back. Curiosity makes you lean in. You start getting curious about something. You start exploring it. You find out what you need to know. You find out the good, the bad, the ugly. And just that context will help you to process things differently. Now, procrastination, the first one of our, our kind of triad that's going to keep you in, in your own way, so to speak. Now, procrastination is if you feel you need to reach a certain goal, you want to ask for a raise, you want to ask that guy or that girl out, you want to start your own business, you want to start the road of physical health, physical fitness, we procrastinate. Why? Because we're in our own way. You procrastinate because you don't trust yourself. You doubt yourself. You don't believe you have the resources around you, the people to support you. So procrastination is a very easy way for us to just, oh, I'm busy. I don't have time now. You're never going to have time. You're going to make time. I've always said that. But procrastination is a, is a big one where it keeps us back. It holds us back. Rationalizing. Number two. Rationalizing is you convincing yourself of your own bullshit. That's what it is. So 
in my in my marathon analogy where my hamstring is sore so um so i can't uh, i I'm, if i make this then i'm a hero if i don't i've given you the excuse already you rationalize the stuff for yourself if you have a side hustle that you want to start but you haven't gotten there yet you'll rationalize your way out of it to make yourself feel better yeah but i couldn't have started it yet it's just i mean it was december and i had to focus on home and the kids and this and that we do this. We all do this. We stay in our own way by rationalizing our way out of difficult situations and often not even difficult situations, just situations that that you want. You want to start a side hustle. You want to start the physical fitness journey. But instead of getting out of your own way and just starting, you rationalize it to make yourself feel better about it. And in catastrophic thinking, that's a biggie because we will always default to the worst. Like, I'm getting back into public speaking quite a bit now. I mean, just back from the US from a nice tour there, looking at October again, excited. And Cape Town in November, by the way, different. But catastrophic thinking is if, if you have to go and do a presentation at school or university or at work, you think the worst, you're going to walk up, you're going to fall down. As you go up, your pants are going to fall down. You're going to drop the microphone, then you're going to pass out. We think the worst because that makes us rationalize easier, which then makes us procrastinate more. It links together, right? One of the best things my dad ever taught me way back was that if you can deal with the worst case scenario in any potential situation, if you can deal with that, everything's upside. Everything's upside. Now, often it won't only be the worst case. And if, you, if you're not happy to deal with the worst case outcome in a situation, don't do it. Reassess your choices. But c- catastrophic th- thinking keeps us in a place where everything's just bad. It keeps us in a horrible place. So again, the three things for me that makes us stay in our own way is procrastination, it's rationalizing, and it's catastrophic thinking. Those things keep you anchored in your own way. And the moment you start addressing one, they'll all work. I often start with the worst. I start with catastrophic thinking, any situation. If I find myself in my own way, and it takes an awareness, it takes a, it takes a good hard look in the mirror and say, Jerry, listen, dude, you need to get out of your own way. It could be whether I want to train this afternoon, um, go and see my parents if I have it for a while, anything. Right. So I normally in a situation where I realize, holy shit, I'm what's holding me back. And I mean, there's things you can do. There's discussions you can have, conversations we can have as to how you realize that and how you become aware of that. But once you get there, catastrophic thinking. Use curiosity and lean in to that. Lean in to the catastrophic thinking and run with it and be curious about what the potential outcomes would be or wouldn't be, right? Then once you've kind of gotten that, start rationalizing this, but in a good way. Listen, you probably won't fall. I mean, you can go on your way up to the stage. You can go and Google how many people fall up on a stage. I've been watching the Oscars as a kid. We watch it every year. And never, never, never until this year did I see someone slip on the way up. And every time I'm like anxious for them. So things don't happen. But we rationalize it. So by starting at the bottom, catastrophic thinking, lean into that. Be curious about it. Then rationalize it. And then stop procrastinating. So even though those three things are the ones that hold us back, you can use it in reverse order to kind of help pull yourself out of it. Now, 
there are three things, there are three questions that you can ask yourself. Um, or if you're working with a coach or a therapist, they can help you explore in order to start overcoming self-defeating behavior and overcome and getting out of your own way. Because that's the point. Right. What is your truth? Number one, who are you? What do you want? What is your truth? What is it that you want? If you get serious about that, you might realize that the thing you've been wanting isn't that important to you. Maybe there's something else. If something means enough to you, you will do it. I'm saying that again. If something's important to you, you will do it. If I, for example, say to you, geez, I haven't spoken to my mom on the phone in, in ages. I just don't have time. That's complete bullshit because if it meant enough to me, I would find time. I would make time, right? So if something's important enough to you, then you will make it happen. So sometimes you've got to reassess your truth, who you are, what you are, what you want, why you're doing these things. Figure that out and you'll be on the right track in order to get out of your own way because if something's that important, you'll get out of your own way. Number two, what is the truth regarding the people around you? Some of the most difficult discussions in life that we have to have is with the people closest to us. Your spouse, your mom and dad, siblings, close friends. The closer someone is, the more difficult it is to have those hard conversations. And often we do things to keep them happy, not ourselves. But you are the person that's in your own way. You are what's holding you back from having those conversations because of when you read, I don't want to offend someone, I don't have the confidence, I don't feel strong, whatever it is, right? So first you've got to figure out what's your own truth. Then you've got to figure out what is someone else's truth, the people around you, and how you interact with them. And then the last one is your environment. I mean, another cliche is you can't expect a plant to that's busy dying or that's busy going downhill to suddenly miraculously just change unless the environment changes something external needs to change so there's the, the three aspects of beating self-defeating behavior and of getting out of your own way is who are you what do you want who are the people around you how are you dealing with them and what is your environment what is your mind there's one of my favorite books i think it's behind me here one of my favorite books ever is uh the the war of art by stephen pressfield highly recommended I, I i ask every single one of my clients to read it it talks about resistance and the thing that holds us back it's this voice that's there always and it, it's basically getting out of your own way in a different word but his new book and i'm going to butcher this is called put your ass where your heart wants to be now the idea with that and that's got to do with environment for example if i want to do if i want to start jiu-jitsu for example I can watch all the YouTube videos I want. I can read about it. I can do all the things. Unless I put myself in a jiu-jitsu class on the mat, I'm not going to learn anything. I'm not going to get better. In today's world of self-help being this influencer-driven industry online, people like to read what they need to do. They need to. They want more books. They want more podcasts, they want more videos, they want more coaching, whatever it is. You can read about doing push-ups. It's not going to make you better at push-ups. You have to actually do push-ups. Get it? So the idea of your environment is if you want to be better, put yourself in a better environment. If you don't like your work and the environment's getting you down, it's time to make change. Get out of your own way. So just to go back, 
the three things for me that keeps us in our own way. Procrastination, it's easy just to kick the, kick the decision down the road. Number two, rationalizing. We find it very easy to talk our way out of difficult situations, to talk ourselves out of, of, uh, out of our own way. Yeah? And then catastrophic thinking, because we always think the worst. We always think the worst is going to happen. In order to start changing that, I would normally, like I said, start from the bottom. Catastrophic thinking. Let me be curious about that. It's great for anxiety. Be curious. Lean into it. Anxiety makes you pull back. Catastrophic thinking makes you pull back. Curiosity makes you lean in, and that's a huge thing. Break down the catastrophic thinking. Start rationalizing it in reverse order that it's not as bad as you think it might be. And then procrastination should be a problem because then you've got a little bit of momentum going. But more than that, the three things. What is your truth? What is the truth about the people around you? And what is the truth about your environment? I think if you can look at those, getting out of your own way becomes a lot easier. Like I said, if something's important enough to you, you will find a way to make it work. So if you've been talking since, if you're, if you're the New Year's resolution type of person, and you've been talking about losing weight and getting fit since December 31st, 1st of January, this is my thing, I'm going to get fit, I'm going to lose weight, and you haven't done anything yet, you have no excuse. It's just not important enough to you. Otherwise, you would have gotten out of your own way. That's just the truth. And I'm sure some of you listening, watching, might think, yeah, but I didn't have time. Yes, but I started a new job. Yes, but it's cold outside. Yes, but there's no excuse. That is you. Every single one of those excuses is you getting in your own way. If it was important enough for you, you would get out of your own way. Last time, the three things. Procrastination, rationalizing, catastrophic thinking. Keep those in mind. When you get to that awareness, and it's a beautiful and scary moment that you're in your own way, often we don't even notice it. So many people are so unaware that they'll just bitch and moan. It's negative. It's complaining about this, that, the other. When you realize, holy shit, it's actually been my decision all along. I'm the thing. I'm the person that's been holding myself back. It's a beautiful and scary moment because now you need to take action. Your truth, the truth about the people around you, and the truth around your environment. Add those things together, and you'll be on your way. Getting out of your own way. There's many methodologies, philosophies, approaches that um, we'll be digging into in the next few weeks moving forward. But um, every single one of them has to do with getting out of your own way. If you want to be better, you need to get out of your own way. If you want to improve, you need to get out of your own way. Relationships, works, fitness, mental health, take your pick. Anyway, if you have any questions, please get in touch. All the details are always in the description here. And then next week, Friday, same time, five o'clock Central African time, I will be looking at, and we're going to talk about anxiety and habits, and how anxiety fuels habits, and how sometimes habits fuels anxiety, because that's an important thing. So we're going to do a bit of a deep dive onto the whole anxiety thing. More than likely, a few of those coming up because there's so many different aspects to it. But anxiety and habits and how habits feeds anxiety. Guys, thank you for watching. Um, yeah, this is fun. I'm going to keep doing these every Friday. If I'm going away traveling or something, if I can't do them remote, I will be recording them in advance. But uh, any questions, let me know. Otherwise, I will chat to you next week. 
take care of yourself and um, don't forget to be awesome. We'll chat to you next time. Bye for now. Thank you.